Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. Today's podcast is the Q&A that followed the message on James 5, 10, and 11, and there were four questions. Number one, what about suffering that you bring upon yourself through your own sin or stupidity? Does God have compassion on you even for that suffering? Number two, isn't it possible to provoke God to anger toward us? Number three, how can you help people who reject your compassion? And number four, if God is bringing suffering for a reason, and I seek relief from that suffering, doesn't that short-circuit what God is doing in my life through the suffering? Yeah, so what about suffering? You know, we talked about God brings suffering into your life to, to, to accomplish something in your life, um, and then he has compassion. What about the suffering that I bring on myself, my own stupidity or my own sin or rebellion or whatever? Does God have compassion then? Yes. Even then, he has compassion, which is why David, because David's suffering in Psalm 51 was due to his own sin, right? And, and so he's crying out to God, and he says, because of your great compassion, have mercy on me. So, so yeah, even if it's my own fault, even if it's my own folly that brought it on, God feels sorry for, just like, just like you would feel sorry for your children if they do something really dumb and now they're really suffering some bad consequences. You feel for them, right? And God, is, God has more compassion than we do. So. Yeah, we can, I think our grumbling and our sin, I think we can push so far that we force God's hand into levels of discipline that are severe. If we're his children, I don't think the compassion ever goes away, but I think there's sometimes where no matter how bad you feel for your son, you really have to wallop him on the backside, you know, to teach him something. And yeah, that happens. But I, I, I think there's still compassion, which is good to know because, it, because it's not just God being mad and taking out his anger on me. It's God doing what's best for me, even, in, even if it's discipline. Okay, so what do you do with people who, uh, they're suffering, you try to show compassion, they won't accept it. They hold it at arm's length. When people do that, it's t- it's, uh, a lot of times it's a symptom of self-pity. That's typically what we do when we fall into the, the pit of self-pity, is we hold God's compassion and people's compassion at arm's length. We don't want anybody helping, soothing our suffering, because we're trying to build a case for how hard we've got it. And we're just so focused on how hard we've got it, that if we acknowledge something that's going well, that would spoil our whole case, right? And so we hold God's blessings and people's blessings at arm's length. And so when somebody's doing that, you're trying to comfort them, and they're refusing to be comforted, I think it's good to just explain that to him. Just say, hey, you know, sometimes when I'm suffering, I get like that too, where I, like, like it says in Scripture, Rachel refused to be comforted. She just wanted to keep weeping. And, and we can get like that where we can refuse comfort. But I just want to urge you that God wants to comfort you. He may not bring the trial to an end, but he wants you to feel comfort. He's the God of all comfort. I know it's tempting sometimes to just... Just hold it arm's length. But you want to cooperate with God, right? You want to do, you want what God wants. And, he, and what God wants is for you to receive comfort. And so if it comes through a, someone like me, as imperfect as I am in my delivery system, receive it. Just, just receive it. Because it's from God. And, and maybe you can encourage them that way. You know, just, just help them see what they're doing. Because a lot of times, usually when we're doing that, we don't even realize we're doing it. 
Okay, so if God is bringing the suffering for a reason, and then I start seeking relief from the suffering, aren't I short-circuiting what God is doing? This is the glorious thing about being a child of God. You never have to worry about him uh, prematurely bringing relief. He'll always uh, love us enough to let us suffer uh, the, the full length of what, what's necessary for our good. So you don't have to worry about God saying yes to uh, a bad prayer, right? A prayer for something that wouldn't be best. But I think it's always God's will for us to be able to receive comfort from him during the suffering. So he'll say, it's not time to bring the suffering to an end, but while, I'm su- while you're suffering, I'll go ahead and give you grace and I'll make it accessible. And it's always his will for you to be able to receive that, that extra grace, and the comfort, even if you don't get relief. But there might be other times where it's God's will for you to suffer that trial for three months if you don't pray for relief, but only one month if you do pray for relief. And that's his will. He's like, I want my child to learn about prayer, so if she prays, then I'm, it's only going to be a month. But if she doesn't pray, it's going to be three months. You know, That could be the case too. Because his his purpose will be accomplished either way. Does that make sense? That's right. If you ever receive that comfort from God during intensive suffering, you'll know that feels better than relief. Because I've had times in my life where I was suffering and then I got relief. And that didn't bring near as much joy in my heart as when I was suffering and then God, God brought comfort. And the suffering continued, but he brought comfort. That reduced more joy in my heart than the first Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.